welcome to the Building 58 podcast. We're back. We are back. It's so good to be back, Heather. I know. You know, when we started this, we said we will try to get at least one recording in every month. And we had two in April, and we had one at the end of May, and one at the very beginning of June. And now we're just squeezing one in. Barely squeezing <laughs> one into July. Yes. At the end of July. So we've accomplished our goal. Good we job. Have. Good job. High five. That was a virtual high five. Yep. Yep. Awesome. We've had a great summer. We We've have. had a busy summer. Yes. We we knew that it would be busy and that we would have a lot of baseball games. We had such a great season with our son playing baseball and getting to cheer him on. And you know, the interesting thing, Chris, and I'm sorry that my voice is all stuffy. I have a cold right now. And, you're still beautiful. Oh, you're sweet. But the interesting thing about baseball is that people kept saying like, oh, that's so many baseball games. It must be so exhausting. And But you know what the cool thing is? Is that those baseball games were our time to just sit and yeah. sort of breathe and refresh and enjoy yeah. and cheer our son on. And it's kind of a, this family community, right? We get we get to meet new uh, parents of the kids that are playing on the team and just, you know, understand that they're part of the kingdom, whether they know Jesus or not. And it's a good opportunity to... Um, talk to people and, and just become friends with them outside of your normal circles. And it's that kingdom expanding. I love that. Yeah, I agree. I think we so often can get so stuck in seeing the same people, hanging out with the same people all the time. And not that there's anything wrong with that. Community is great. But when you get to meet new people, I don't know, at least for us, mm-hmm. it energizes us and it, it helps us, I think, just remember um, how much we are called to people, love God, yeah. love people, and not just the people in our circles that make us comfortable, but people people everywhere, no matter if they're baseball parents or hockey parents or you know, people that we meet um, right. as you're traveling across the world. It's- Seeing people the really the way that God sees them. Yeah. You know, that speaking of people, one of the people that came with us to one of Benny's baseball games was a guy from the country of Chile who was a customer of, m- of mine yeah. visiting and it was his first his first day in America his first time in America he landed in he he landed in Peoria and he kept saying to me this was awesome from his <laughs> perspective everything's so green like it's it's green and when you understand the part of Chile he comes from it looks like you've landed on Mars there's desert. There's just nothing there. So him coming to summertime in Illinois, all the cornfields, it's like heaven on earth to him, I'm sure. Yeah. And so it's such a great perspective. You know, we, we've talked about it before. A lot of people disparage the Midwest and Peoria and right. this area. Right. And it's, I've been all around the world mm-hmm. and we live in such a great place. Yeah. A beautiful place, not only natural beauty, but some amazing people around mm-hmm. here. Yeah. So, and that is true, no matter where you live. Absolutely. Like when you see the beauty around you, that is, that is around you. Sometimes it's hard to see it mm-hmm. when you're used to it, or you just see the negative. But when someone from the outside comes in and they start to point out all the positives and all the beautiful things, man, you really have to step back and go, "Yeah, you're right. I yeah. need to." Switch my perspective. It's like being nearsighted or farsighted and finally putting on those glasses and, and now you can see yeah. have a new perspective. Yeah, that's good. So, Chris, can you talk to our listeners if maybe they haven't heard a Building 58 podcast before or they don't know who we are or they don't know what Building 58 is? Can you talk to them a little bit about that? Yes, Building 58 is from Isaiah 58. 
And verse 12 of Isaiah 58 says this. It says, some of you, so not all of you, but some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. Mm. And that's what both you and I are called to, that God showed us that separately Mm -hmm. and then together, that you and I are called to restore homes. The family unit marriage is so important to God. It's so important to us to rebuild those walls, to rebuild the deserted ruins of our cities. Right. And also to grow leaders, to empower people who maybe don't even know that they are leaders, that they have leadership ability and potential. And to say like, give them, give them shoulders to stand on and say, you can do this and equip them with training, with the word of God and with encouragement and, and just really be a cheerleader for people to grow in their leadership. So that's building 58 comes from Isaiah 58. And our vision is empowering leaders and families. Yes. Yes. And right now it looks like just loving the people around us and encouraging the leaders around us. And it's really cool how many opportunities we get to do that. It looks like having a monthly (laughs) at this point podcast. It looks like having prayer time for marriages where we specifically get together and just pray over marriages that, that Satan would be pushed back. The darkness would be pushed back against, um, this attack on marriages and that we would begin to see more marriages thriving and being that beautiful picture of Jesus in the church. Absolutely. So Chris, uh, we had an interesting week, and I think the reason we popped on here tonight was just to share a little bit about our week and to hopefully encourage some people that maybe are walking through their own struggles and increase their faith a little bit and um, just share what we've been going through. So why don't you share a little bit about your week? Yeah, uh, absolutely. We want to encourage people through the wilderness seasons and through what is painful. Um, uh, so yeah, I've earned money the last 15 years by working, um, for a company that makes man, like manufactures parts in the mining and, uh, crushing space. Mm -hmm. So I travel all over the world selling these parts to different customers and distributors Mm -hmm. in the mining space for big haul trucks and and crushers and and things like that. And this company has been around for a number of years. And um, the founders of our company, great Christian men uh, who've led the company for a while and um, our executive team, that I'm a, a privilege to be a part of would every Friday morning, we'd start with prayer every Friday morning. Mm, that's really cool. And it's so cool to be in a group of, of people that are grounded with such faith who lead the company with such high integrity, who really protect the most valuable thing about our company, which is its people. Mm-hmm. And it's not an easy process. It's never been an easy process to be hired there because we're so careful of creating that culture and that family unit. Um, number of years ago, uh, the owner of the company sold to a multinational company, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, out of Europe. And we were still though, however, run like a family company, like that family company and, uh, with such high integrity. And he continued to lead that company, even though he had sold it. And, um, just, an unbelievable experience in my life to be blessed to work for such a great company for 15 years and really to 
develop my skills in selling, um, in relationships, in building and seeing this perspective all around the world of meeting people and seeing from a, a perspective that God sees, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so this last week, for various reasons, the corporate people came in and they fired my boss, the the man who had been running the company, who had sold the company, a good friend of mine. And it really shocked the whole organization. Mm-hmm. It was a day, the last two days, that I would not wish on my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I'm not um, saying bad things about the corporate people that came in. They're just doing their, their jobs. Yeah. They're people that Jesus loves. Yeah. But they have a different mindset and different perspective, mm-hmm. and they don't understand the culture that's been there, mm-hmm. the family that's been there for 60-plus mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. You said to me that it felt a little bit like someone had come in and was ripping off the arms and legs of, of you know, tearing apart a family. Yeah, it felt like a divorce. Mm-hmm. It felt like someone reaching in and ripping out your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and Because it was a couple of other people, too. It was a couple really other people with. as well. One, another gentleman that was on the executive team, a strong Christian man who um, just cried mm-hmm. as I said goodbye to him. And a really a good friend of yours, and someone that that helped hire you, and yep. and that you got, have grown to love and really respect. Got my back. Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, it was a hard week. Yeah. Honestly, I came in uh, on Wednesday, and I didn't know if I was going to have a job. Yeah, yeah. Um, so our family walked through really two full days, two and a half days of just very much uncertainty. Not knowing if you were going to have a job, um, you know, 15 years of being with the same company and loving yeah. it and growing so much in it. And then just in one day, everything changes. And you know, we set our kids down and we explained the situation and we explained like we're going to be tightening the the spending, you know, in our family to make sure that we can stay afloat financially just to be wise mm-hmm. and, and to be prepared in case, you know, daddy does lose his job and, um, and really explained all of that and trusting God that he was going to, um, that he already had prepared whatever it looked like, whatever the path was that you were supposed to walk down next. Yeah. You know, we didn't know. We didn't know. So Wednesday comes, you go into work. and Well, Tuesday night I knew some of this was going down and I have no problem sleeping most of the time. Yeah. I can fall asleep almost anywhere, but I think I maybe got 40 minutes of sleep that night. I I, the chatterbox in my mind was going, Yeah. you know, um, Satan was working overtime, I guess you'd say, but you know, the, the amazing, amazing thing is that when Satan works overtime, if I don't even know if he gets overtime, but <laughs> when he works overtime, um, Jesus always flips that around. Yeah. And whenever, you know, you feel like you're the Israelites and you're trapped at the Red Sea mm-hmm. and there's mountains to the one side, there's a sea and then the army's coming at you and there's no way of escape. God always, always makes a way of escape for his people. Yeah. He does. Yeah, this is this is something I was just reading tonight from Luke 12. And it says, if God can clothe the fields and meadows with grass and flowers, can't he clothe you as well? Oh, struggling one with so many doubts. Mm-hmm. I repeat it, don't let worry enter your life. Hmm. Live above the anxious cares above your personal needs. Hmm. 
People everywhere seem to worry about making a living, but your Heavenly Father knows your every need and He will take care of you. Each and every day He will supply your needs as you seek His kingdom passionately Mm. above all else. That's so good. So don't be afraid, dearest friends. Your loving Father joyously gives you His kingdom realm with all of its promises. Mm. That's so good. And that's what, I mean, I kept having to remind myself is... Anytime fear would try to sneak in and attack, I said, no, I don't live by fear. I live by faith. And God's got my back, whether I have a job today or tomorrow, you know, whether my paycheck, you know, wherever it comes from, God's got my back and he's not going to let me flounder. And I'm living, it was such a reminder, Heather, that um, I'm living not for this realm, Mm. not for a house or a car or mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. i'm living for for security or security yeah mm-hmm. i'm living for hearts and minds of eternity um yeah. the eternity that god's placed in, in our hearts i'm living for that i'm living for his kingdom realm with all of its promises yeah i love that yeah. and i love that we were able to sit our kids down and share that with them and talk about the fact that we trust god and that we are not going to be fearful yep. they have no reason to fear mom and dad aren't fearful we know god will provide for us we're going to be wise but we're not going to live in fear and no. we're not going to sit around and worry we're going to trust god and i love this so much so tuesday morning obviously um this some of this was starting to happen and we um i got up and i i felt the lord tell me that i was supposed to go read from one of my devotional books that i have mm-hmm. that i hadn't read from in quite a while and i picked it up and i read it's dated so i read the date um the devotion for that day and it was all about the israelites and how the israelites praised god after they'd seen the miracle So it said, you know, they got to the Red Sea and they doubted that God was going to rescue them, but then God rescued them and then they praised. Yeah, it's easy to praise God after the miracle. Right. It's much harder before the miracle. Right, that's right. Um, And so this whole devotional was written and there wasn't any biblical text to it. It was just this devotional written by this this woman. Um, And I was like, oh, that's really good. That's such a good word. And I underlined a couple things and um, then I opened my Bible And I had been reading in a particular book, and I thought, I don't think I'm supposed to go read in that book today. I think I'm supposed to flip through the Psalms and read something in the Psalms. And, you know, Chris, that's one thing for someone. If you're feeling, if you're struggling or you're feeling depressed or you're feeling anxious about something, go open up the Psalms. Yeah. You know, because David wrote many of the Psalms, and a lot of the time that he was writing these Psalms, he was in a desperate place. He was in a place of running from King Saul, for his life. running for his life, yeah. having had to leave everything that he knew behind. Like he, he was in a dark, dark, dark place for a lot of the time that he wrote many of the Psalms. And so I just feel like so often they're good to read when you're in that dark place or when you're mm-hmm. in a struggle because it reminds us like this is... And you can see him wrestling with yes. God. Like he's saying the things that's, that are on his mind that you and I sometimes don't say to God, but God already knows. Like right. just spill out your guts. Yeah. So Psalms is a great place. So I was flipping through and I, I landed on Psalm 106 um, randomly, like uh-huh. air quotes. Right. Um, but, and I started reading it and it was so... Uh, 
perfect for what we needed, what I needed in that moment. And I'm just going to go through a little bit of it. Verse two, who can ever praise him enough? Mm. And I thought of that other verse that says, pray, your praise shall continually be on my lips. And I thought that right there, that is where we start praising him continually, no matter what the circumstances are, who can ever praise him enough. And then verse four, remember me, Lord, when you show favor to your people, you know, I know we are his people come near and rescue me. Let me share in the prosperity of your chosen ones. And that was such a good reminder. Um, just because of the uncertainty of a job, not knowing if you Mm -hmm. were going to have a job the next day. And then If you skip all the way down to verse 9, it says, He commanded the Red Sea to dry up. He led Israel across the sea as if it were a desert. And I heard the Lord clearly say to me, Sometimes the desert is our place of rescue. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we walk through a desert or a dry season, and God allows us to go through that because that's where he's rescuing us. We have to get there in order to be rescued from whatever it is. And then if you skip down onto verse 12, it says, um, he led the people across the Red Sea. Then his people believed his promises. Then they sang his praise. Just going back to that, devotional, it was the same exact story. Hmm. I didn't realize that when I was reading the Psalm, but it's the same thing that this woman was talking about in her devotional. And it's that whole idea of don't praise him after he's done the rescue. Don't praise him after he's done the miracle. Praise him continually. Mm -hmm. Don't wait until it's it's over. In the suffering. In the suffering and start there. Start with praise. And so, you know what? That's what we did. The kids and I turned worship music on and we just praised God the Mm -hmm. whole day. We just sang and we we said no matter what we're gonna praise God. That's that's gonna be our foundation. We're gonna fix our eyes on the author and the finisher of our faith. Yeah, that's right. Because who for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Yeah. So we can too. That's right. We can endure our tiny little crosses because he gave everything on that cross for us. Yeah, that's right. So I was Wednesday after all this had happened, I was standing in our old offices where I, my very first cubicle uh, was 15 years ago. And I said to God, just in my, in my mind, I said, God, why, why is this happening? Like so much has happened Mm -hmm. in this room, in this place, like so much good has happened. Mm -hmm. And I felt like the spirit say right to me right there. He said, yeah, I know. But so much more is going to happen that mm. I've got for you. Mm. Don't hold on to the past. Like I've built this foundation in you mm-hmm. and that's awesome. And be grateful for that and thankful for that. But I've got you. Mm. And so much more is going to be built on that foundation. Mm. And so I just, I just praised him. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I can walk in confidence on that, on mm-hmm. that promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so good. So you still have a job. I do. I'm. Taking it one day at a time. One day at a time. And we're, we're grateful for that. Yes. We don't know what that looks like moving forward because um, everything has changed. Yeah. The job that you knew it as for 15 years, is it looks very different now. Yeah. But I'm going to work my guts out mm-hmm. and um, serve my company and my new boss faithfully mm-hmm. and, and do my best and, and mostly keep my eyes fixed on Jesus yes. and know that he's got something great for he's he's already written such a great story in my heart yeah and he's still writing such yeah. the chapters that are to come are going to be amazing yeah yeah that's really cool well thank yeah. you for sharing your i know it's very raw still yeah. it's uh it's real pain um and this is what why i think we wanted to come on here and chris i think sometimes from 
the outside, um, people could maybe look at our lives and think, well, they just have this, this cushy life, this comfortable life because we have been so very, very, very blessed and God has shown his favor on us. But we want to be very real, real with people. We want them to know that when we walk through hard things, um, because we want them to see that you can walk through hard things with faith. Mm -hmm. You can walk through hard things singing and rejoicing. Um, even if the circumstances are, are difficult. Um, and that as, as followers of Jesus, that is the, the freedom that we have to and be we able wanna, to do that. We want to encourage people to walk. We walk by faith, not by sight. Yeah. We can't see necessarily the destination where we're going. We're like Abraham. Yeah. We're, we're going to a land that we don't know yeah. the final destination, mm-hmm. but we're taking one step at a time, following the voice of the Father, mm-hmm. and that's all we need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he doesn't need to show us the whole thing right? because we couldn't handle the whole thing. Yeah. We just need to see the next step in front of us, and that next step is towards Jesus. Mm-hmm not away from him. So we walk by faith. Well, thanks for sharing. Yes. If you have any questions or you would like for us to pray for you, we would love to hear from you. You can visit our Instagram, building58bldg58 on Instagram, or you can send us an email at building58team at gmail.com. bldg58team at gmail.com. And we will get in touch with you. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk with you soon.